Today is May 14th, and this is Big Fish Small Pod. I'm an AT Wardall, and I'll catch you up on all things Miami Marlins, starting with May 13th, and working our way towards today's matchup against the World Series champion, Los Angeles Dodgers. So yesterday, the Jupiter Hammerheads lost to the Palm Beach Cardinals, as undrafted free agent Jackson Beller for the Cardinals turned around Marlins hitters. Both teams were dealing. After allowing first three runs in the first inning, Chris Mokma of the Hammerheads got it into gear and finished his night with four innings, allowing just those same three runs. He kept the Hammerhead offense in it. As 2019 second-round pick, speedster Nassim Nunez stole his league-leading ninth base of the year, who, as a 20-year-old, is considered MLB.com's number 13 Marlins prospect. Described by them as a potential utility man, looking to become a potential regular with the development of his bat. As his sub-200 average thus far in the year has lived up to his scouting report at the early stage of his COVID-delayed development. Certainly one to follow. Fellow infielder Delvi Rosario, a prospect out of the Dominican, led the Hammerhead team with three total bases as his RBI single put the Hammerheads on the board in the first, and his double with the bases empty in the seventh got the offense going once again. After a four-strikeout ninth inning for Jackson Rose, who we most recently saw as a starting pitcher for Batavia in 2019, seems to have perhaps be reinventing himself as a late-inning option, pitched the ninth, and as this game went to extras, the tenth. His seven strikeouts and two innings ended the night for the Hammerheads on the mound after allowing two runs with that extra runner rule in the 10th. And in the bottom of the 10th, down two runs, the Hammerheads took to the plate in an aggressive move by the 2016 fourth round pick and designated base runner Sean Reynolds was thrown out on the bases as he made the first out of the 10th inning at third base, setting up J.D. Orr then Nassim Nunez for their basis empty shot to win it. And after two strikeouts, the night was done in Jupiter. Closer to the majors in Wisconsin, the Beloit Snappers blew out the South Bend Cubs by the final score of 10-1. With nine walks, nine strikeouts, and nine hits, the snapper offense snapped off in the fourth as the leadoff hit by Connor Scott set up RBI hits by Cameron Meisner and Griffin Conine. With the game on the line in the sixth, catchy catcher Ricky Aracena, which I might not be saying incorrectly, he's a new Marlins player. He came up with the bases loaded, and in his third double of the year, broke the game in the Marlins' favor. Ricky came into the league as an international signee by the Royals in 2014 when he was 17. Was one time MLB.com's number 16th prospect for the Kansas City Royals. And he came to the Marlins this May 3rd as a 23-year-old switch-hitting catcher. And he's been hot to start the year in high A, hitting safely 10 times and 32 chances. Paired interestingly with four walks, nine strikeouts, and six stolen bases from a catcher. On the mound, 2020 competitive balance pick Kaya Nichols was again solid, pitching five and a third, allowing three hits, striking out four with just one walk. In double A, the Pensacola Blue Wahoos took on the Birmingham Barons. 
the Pensacola offense was behind Brandon LeBrant. LeBrant pitched nine solid innings out of the Miami bullpen in 2020. And this year, he's been starting games at the AA level. Today, he allowed eight earned runs in his three innings of work on nine hits, two home runs, and no walks. He showed control, but with just two strikeouts, he was not missing bats against this Birmingham offense, which has been hot out of the gate in 2021. Pensacola managed six runs, but was behind all night, as a collective six hits was not enough to capitalize fully on eight walks by Baron pitchers. Jacksonville played a doubleheader tonight, as Jorge Alfaro had the day off in his rehab assignment, Jazz Chisholm played one of two, and Jesus Sanchez remained out. In the first game, Nick Neidert held the Durham Bulls close in his five innings of two-run ball, while the Jumbo Shrimp managed runs against every pitcher they faced. Jazz reached safely on an eight-pitch walk to lead off the game, and had an RBI single in the fourth, while his aggressive night on the base pass led to a stolen base, two times caught stealing and a pickoff, as he looks to prove his body is ready for Major League action. Also on the night, outfielder Brian Miller stole four, his first four bases of the year, including two in the seventh inning, as he turned a hit-by-pitch into two steals and forced a throwing error by the catcher to score from third. In the second game, the Shrimp were shut out, as Drew Strotman has yet to allow a run in 2021, got the start. Jacksonville Bats gave Daniel Castano just four hits. His night featured four innings, with 78 pitches, six hits, five earned runs, three walks, five strikeouts, and two home runs to end the doubleheader split. In Phoenix, the Marlins beat the Diamondbacks 5-1. The Marlins split the series in Phoenix, closing out the season series with Arizona with a commanding 5-2 lead in their seven games. And behind six innings of one run, seven strikeout ball by Trevor Rogers in his first outing against the Diamondbacks. Trevor did fall behind eight of 24 batters he faced with first pitch balls, which did lead to two walks, but with just four hits against, Trevor set the bullpen up to close out the series split. You had a lot of family and friends in the crowd today. What does it mean to you have such a great performance in front of them today? Well, it's just icing on the cake, you know. I really wanted to perform well in front of them. Um, really, they don't get to see me pitch live a whole lot, so really wanted to pitch really well in front of them, and uh, it, it was nice to hear them yelling for me and supporting me, so it, it was all around a really good day. Dylan Floro came in for the seventh and pitched a solid inning, followed by another three-strikeout inning with just one walk by Anthony Bender in the eighth. And Anthony Bass, by closing out the night with Anthony Bender and Anthony Bass, Miami finished the night with the hardest throwing pitchers of the night. Anthony Bass in the ninth came in to protect a four run lead and he fell behind each of the three hitters he faced, but still retired the side in order. As Miami pulled aside the Atlanta Braves, tied for third in the National League East standings, beating the teams that they should beat. Offensively, the Marlins were powered by the top of the order, 
as Miguel Rojas, Jesus Aguilar, Corey Dickerson, and Adam Duvall were able to successfully cluster hits. A dribbler off the bat of Miguel Rojas made it to center field, scoring Sierra on a two-hit night by him in a play that put Miami on the board. A clutch single in the sixth by Brian Anderson put the Marlins ahead 2-1, then in the seventh, Miami ran away with it. As Jesus Aguilar stretched his league lead in RBIs to 32 with another RBI hit, he would come around to score after early count swinging by Corey Dickerson and Duvall delivered line drive singles and kept the inning moving and scored RBIs of their own. By the end of the seventh, Miami led by the final score of 5-1, starting off the road trip with a split. And tonight, Miami will head to Los Angeles to face the best from the West, the 2020 World Series champion Los Angeles Dodgers, for three games. Starting tonight, Sandy Alcantara will pair up against Clayton Kershaw. Game time is 10-10 Eastern Standard Time. Kershaw will be followed by Trevor Bauer on Saturday and Walker Buehler on Sunday. Miami will head to Los Angeles with a chance to catch the Dodgers in the standing, as a sweep would mean both teams would sit at 2020 on the year. Any other result, and Miami would be behind the Los Angeles Dodgers, but I don't care about that. So let's see how this series plays out. Uh, Fist Stripes Live will happen before the game tonight, and Miami will follow up Sandy with a possibly a bullpen game on Saturday, and Pablo Lopez on Sunday. I've been A.T. Wardall for the Fish Drives Podcast Network, and here at the Podcast Network, we will be back to your ears on Monday. Thank you for listening.